0: Welcome to the New Britain Herald and Bristol Press Stories of the Week. My name is Matt Hornick, and each week, my fellow reporter, Catherine Shen, and I will take you through some of the newspaper's most compelling stories. We will bring on guests to further highlight some of the best reporting being done in our newsrooms, and this week, we are joined by New Britain Mayor Aaron Stewart to discuss vaccine distribution and improvements being made to get more people vaccinated. And we're back here on Stories of the Week. Uh, I'm Matt. And we're here with Catherine as always. How, how's it going?
1: Hello. Doing well. Just chilling as usual.
0: Yeah, we, we interviewed a, someone you're very familiar with, Erin yes. Ar- Stewart, mayor of New Britain.
1: Yeah, no, she's, uh, she was kind enough to say yes to our invitation and um, perfect timing because lots of vaccination news coming out as uh, people are starting to familiarize themselves with that. and. She just kind of gave us a gist of what's going on, some concerns and and future plans. And um, we also talked about some fun stuff with uh, celebrating the city's birthday this year. So without further ado, here is Mayor Erin Stewart. And uh, we're here with Mayor Erin Stewart of New Britain. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so
2: much for having me. It's great to be here.
1: You're having a busy day today, so we appreciate it um, that much more. And we just wanted to touch base with you on lots of vaccination news coming out. I know from New Britain, so wanted to just check in and and um, get the latest updates.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of of news forthcoming out of town today, especially when it comes to the vaccine. This morning, we joined um, officials from Hartford HealthCare to announce a mega vaccination site that's going to be located at One Liberty Square. And this is huge. Um, This is something we've been working on. with a partnership with them for the latter part of a month just to try to get logistics figured out on how we would do this, what it would look like, where it's going to be. Um, And we were finally ready to, to make the announcement today. Why is this important? Well, because we've seen that New Britain's numbers are trending extremely low across the state for how many people have been able to get the vaccine so far. Um, and, you know, the governor has repeatedly stated in his press conferences that New Britain is trending at, you know, 13 to 14% of a vaccination rate, and that's really low. Um, but unfortunately, <clears throat> we haven't been able to access additional vaccine. And a lot of the problem with why we're trending so low is because we only have 100 vaccines a week that we're getting. uh, And that's for the local health department clinic. So it's really frustrating because, you know, you're trying, you only have that 100 a week vaccine allocation that you have me at they're saying that you know we're so low we're so low so we're kind of like sounding the alarm but um, finally we just said the heck with this we're going to partner with Hartford Healthcare and team up together and coordinate our efforts um, uh, we're going to align our efforts and our resources in a different area that's aside from the hospital that's away from the health department um, to be able to maximize efforts this mega vaccine site location is going to have the ability to vaccinate up to a thousand people a day, which is incredible, but it's all depending on the supply that we get from the state.
0: Full disclosure, the New Britain Herald offices are at one Liberty Square. Do you have, is there a design yet for where this is happening? (laughs) I know Uh, you're right. You're right. (laughs) I'm just trying, is this going to be like an indoor thing at one of the, on inside the building or is this going to be in the parking lot? Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, so we initially, we were looking at doing something outside and we were looking at the state map, um, New Britain stadium. And we were thinking, okay, maybe we could do like a drive through vaccination clinic. But then when you realize how much of, how many network connections you need going on. There's going to be a whole lot of generators and power problems and power supply freezers that were needed to keep the the vaccine cold enough. Um, So we started looking elsewhere. So the first floor of One Liberty Square, it's going to have its own separate hallway, separate entrance. They're actually building all of that out right now. Um, And they've got about two weeks to get it done, Um, but they're pretty confident that they can do it fairly quickly. Um, One of the things that makes this collaboration so unique is the fact that we are really truly partnering with all the resources that we have available. So it's not just Hartford HealthCare and the New Britain Health Department, our New EMS is there cause they're gonna have to be on standby in case anyone has an adverse reaction. Our police department is going to be there to make sure that traffic flow is flowing smoothly and, and quickly. Um, our parking staff is going to be there to accommodate people getting, you know, parking spaces up front, ease of access. I um, mean, our, our parking garage staff will be a part of the operation too. So there's a lot, of, a lot of moving pieces and a lot of logistical meetings that we've been having over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Well, I know
1: we, when we last talked, you you have mentioned that um, you're targeting different locations. Obviously, you found one and um, you have up to, you know, you're, you're able to accommodate um, thousands of vaccinations. Can you just explain to our readers and listeners of how, how does the vaccination work in terms of the supply? Um, I know, obviously, we are getting it from the state, but how does that work?
2: So... Each week, the state receives, and currently, the state is receiving 50,000 vaccines a week. So the allocation is being controlled by the federal government. And so the feds are releasing 50,000 vaccines a week specifically to come to the state of Connecticut. The State Department of Public Health is then responsible for determining where those vaccines go on a weekly basis. And there are numerous clinics throughout the state that these vaccines are being disseminated to. And so, New Britain, our, our local health clinic is one of them, but we also do have the clinic at the Hospital of Central Connecticut, and now that's online is the Community Health Center clinic on Lafayette Street. The difficulty is how to ensure that New Britain residents are getting access to these clinics, um, because when you register for the vaccine, anybody can register and come to a New Britain vaccination site from anywhere throughout the state.
0: And so you mentioned specifically New Britain's only getting uh, 1,000 vaccinations or was it 100 or 1,000 vaccinations a week?
2: New Britain Health Department gets 100 a week.
0: Okay. so And after
2: we've asked numerous times to have it increased, they keep telling us no.
0: <laughs> so that's not particularly helpful, but 50,000 for the whole state every week doesn't seem like very much either. Is that, Do you know what's being done on that end to maybe get more in the state, which can lead to more to the city?
2: So it was about a month ago, um, Senator Murphy was here visiting the vaccination clinic at the Hospital of Central Connecticut. And he was having a pretty frank discussion with myself and hospital leaders about how the vaccine rollout has been going. You know, they put Connecticut on this pedestal, like, oh, you know, like, we're the best example that across the nation of how the vaccine rollout is going. And I'm sitting here scratching my head thinking, Really? Because I would have done this a lot differently. But <laughs> neither here nor there. The point being is just access to more. Um, and you know, he gave us his pledge that he would be working diligently diligently to ensure that the state of Connecticut is receiving more additional resources. Especially resources that can go to communities of color and lower income communities because we know that the disparities are extremely high um, in these areas and New Britain is is certainly one of them. I talked about the barriers to getting the vaccine today in the press conference and I attributed it and I said, you know, my little quirky thing I said it's the three T's right you have barriers with transportation barriers with technology and barriers with trust and these are three areas that we need to make sure that we focus on when we're talking about increasing access and availability of the vaccine Um, but again you can't do much if the state's not allocating additional resources to you so i hope that with this mega site that we're going to have at liberty square that more vaccine will be funneled to this location in lieu of other clinics. So like, for example, we're not going to do the New Britain Health Department clinic anymore at New Britain High School, because we're asking to have those vaccines diverted to this clinic. The hospital is pooling other resources to drive more traffic to this clinic, um, because that's where all of your your staff and your um, your networking systems are going to be based out of. I can talk about
1: this forever. (laughs) I know, I know. And then honestly, you know, the more information we get out there, the better, because I think there's still a lot of confusion, as you and I have talked about before. Um, You know, with, with, with a limitation of 100 vaccines per week, obviously that's not a lot, but are you seeing people respond to it? Or are they signing up? You know, what is that looking like for the city right now?
2: They definitely are. I think that you do have some barriers where it's preventing people from signing up. The biggest one that I've seen so far is the technological barrier. Right, you have people who are ages seventy-five and over who are supposed to be signing up to get a vaccine online, and they're being told that they need an email address. Like seriously, whose grandma has an email address or is technologically savvy enough to be able to do these things? I mean, I my mother-in-law is only sixty-some odd years old, and she doesn't have an email address or a computer at home. So it's these are the things that are are causing a lot of difficulty so we have opened our our doors at the new britain senior center because we do have a computer room in there we're trying to reach out to our seniors who we know um, that are members of the senior center to get them in line and get and help them go through the process we've been doing a lot of that um but we were pretty loud uh with telling the state that they needed to change the way that people registered for the vaccine, because it's just unrealistic to think that, you know, an 80 some odd year old woman is gonna have an email address. So I'm happy to say that um, as of last week, they were talking about removing that requirement to have to have an email address. So that's making it a lot easier for us to, to get people signed up. So that's the technological barrier. And then you're talking about the transportation barrier too. When you have all sorts of Clinics that are open and vaccinating all over the state. New Britain is a central location to a lot of places. And, you know, it's not just New Britain. You're talking about we're a regional hub for Plainville, Newington, Berlin, Um, a lot of areas that, you know, people want to come to because we're easier to get to than Bridgeport or New Haven or Hartford. So a lot of these um, vaccination appointments were gobbled up really quickly by seniors from neighboring towns um, who have access to technology, unlike some of our lower income seniors who are on fixed incomes. Uh, And so even when we do get to the point where we're making them appointments, their appointments are booking out until like March 30th right now. And it's, it's crazy. And it's really frustrating. So again, the mega vaccination clinic—I know we're calling it a mega clinic—but um, it is. It's a mega vaccine site. So you're going to have the ability to vaccinate, you know, hundreds of people a day um, through the Hartford Healthcare system, um, and that's going to make a huge impact and get rid of a lot of that that wait time for people who are eligible to get the vaccine right now.
0: And what what would be uh, the replacement in terms of the way that seniors are getting going to be able to sign up for it? Because my parents uh signed up for the vaccine in new york and my my mom mentioned that it's similarly difficult because like she was she signed up for her vaccination and then did it for my dad and he won't get his first shot until she has she's had both of hers so like things like that are just like the way that it's just there's just not enough appointments uh other than that but what uh technologically what are you doing to make it easier
2: so we have staff that we've brought on at the senior center specifically to help um, our local new britain seniors get registered um, so these are um, younger staff most our our parks and recreation staff right now that you know these are our part-time staff that usually work in our after school programs but because our after school programs are not functioning at the moment we're them in, utilizing them in other ways and they're helping our seniors make appointments so they're like literally sitting on the phone with them um, to help walk them through the process or help guide them through it themselves um, in our computer lab at the Senior Center, which is, uh, it's a great, it's a great tool that we're able to, to offer to our seniors. Well,
1: you mentioned um, culture being being a divisive factor and and obviously New Britain is a very culturally uh, diverse community. So what are what are some of the concerns that you're seeing and how is the city helping to address them if you can? I mean, I know that's a big question, but baby steps, right?
2: I I mean, we have to talk about it, right? A lot of people, this has been like, so like taboo for them. They don't wanna talk about the cultural issues or the cultural divide um, and really the myths that are out there. I mean, okay, so let's talk about, you know, the Polish community in New Britain. Um, We've heard from a lot of individuals in the Polish community that they're skeptical about getting the vaccine um, because they, you know, they just don't trust the government and they feel that this is, you know, a way like a a government control kind of of mechanism. You know, we've heard from people in the Latino community that, In our Hispanic community that truly believe that this is like a government tracking device Um, and you know we're trying our best to dispel these myths and theories. Um, And it all comes down to the fact that you know people don't trust the government and we have to go above and beyond to educate and tell people why it's safe now. As discussed at the press conference this morning, one of the scariest realities is, is that communities of color are disproportionately impacted by the coronavirus, but yet it is the, the largest amount of individuals who don't want to get the vaccine. And so we know that we have to work a little bit harder with our public education campaigns um, with and and highlighting people that are respected in those respective communities too. And so we're actually, we just recently got approval to use some of our CARES Act money to go towards Uh, marketing initiatives or kind of campaigns geared into these communities, whether it's through our African-American churches or through, you know, church networks or other cultural groups like the Polish Falcons Club or a lot of these social clubs, too, that we can utilize to help spread the word about the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine.
0: Well, before we wrap it up here, just to end on a little bit of a softer note, uh, New Britain will be celebrating its 150th anniversary this year. Uh, and obviously, we're not allowed to celebrate these kind of things the way we'd necessarily like to in normal times. But uh, is there anything planned yet? What are, uh, how exciting is that for you? Uh, just tell us about what's, what's been said around that so far.
2: Hey, this is a big deal. 150 years of greatness. That's what I say. <laughs> um, but a sesquicentennial is a big milestone in, in any community. Um, and so that is what we are celebrating this year. New Britain was incorporated as a city in 1871, and the year 2021 is our 150 years, and you know, it's kind of weird because (laughs) typically you would have this big committee, right, that puts together all sorts of events and does all sorts of fundraising throughout the year, and we couldn't really do that because of COVID, but I'll be damned if we don't celebrate somehow, so I sent a letter out to all of our community partners and stakeholders, and asked them, you know, I want you to find a way to help celebrate 150 years of New Britain in, in your own way, you know, and share that with us so that we can help spread the word and everyone is talking about it all throughout the year. So, you know, our water department is going to be selling um, bottles of water, New Britain tap water, great water for 150 years celebration. We've heard from the library and the YWCA who wanna highlight the contributions that women have made to the history of New Britain over the past 150 years and doing a series of exhibits and talks um, about women's contribution to our history. We've talked to the downtown district who want to sponsor um, some weekend downtown architectural walking tours to give a little bit, talk about the history of a lot of the buildings down here. Um, Our Parks and Recreation Department is literally flying off the handle with ideas of ways to celebrate. They love throwing parties. It's kind of what they do, Um, (laughs) but they're coming up with a lot of different creative ways to celebrate. And listen, as long as we can continue getting the vaccine rolled out, Right, and we can start seeing those numbers decline, um, and start seeing cases decline, and the severity of cases go down. I have no doubt in my mind that the year's worth of of events will culminate in an actual in-person event in September called Celebrate New Britain, which will be a two-day festival. It'll kind of take the place of Main Street USA, which used to be in downtown, and everyone always asks me. Mayor, when are you bringing it back downtown? When are you doing this downtown? Well, this is it, guys. If it's one year that we're going to celebrate and get everyone back together, it's going to be 2021, especially coming off the heels of the coronavirus in 2020. So we're hopeful that we'll be able, we'll be able to do that safely.
0: Did you um, say? Did you say sesquicentennial?
2: Sesquicentennial. That's, That's what a it's great called. Great
0: word. It's a great That's I the know. word.
1: That's
2: the word of the week. Can, you, can, 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 of you, the can year. you spell that? F E S Q. U I no, S-E-S-Q-I, oh God.
0: Don't,
1: <laughs> Sorry, don't worry. Go
2: Google. <laughs> well, we, know, we know who's
1: not join, joining a spelling bee. That's, no, that's definitely fine.
2: Not.
0: Well, well, we would like to thank you for joining us though, because uh, this was great. And uh, we appreciate making the time, especially on a busy day like this.
2: Boom, oh, I was right.
0: So. Killer. Killer.
1: That's, that's, you know what? We should start ending the podcast this way with a spelling bee, with a and spelling we, bee. we just had a kick off with Mayor Stewart. Well, there we go. I,
0: I mean, if everyone, if all our guests just keep dropping words like that, I'm fine with it. I love it. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us today. That was, that was really, really great and a great ending.
2: Hey,
1: thanks. Well, appreciate it. And uh, I will see you tonight. <laughs>
2: I know. See you tonight. Bye.
0: And for anyone looking to read up on more of our vaccination rollout coverage or on New Britain's 150th anniversary, don't forget to go to com and bristolpress.com. Thank you again to Aaron Stewart. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review this podcast. For Catherine, I'm Matt, and we'll talk to you next week.